Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. I am one of the two kings of the Rube Empire. Right-wing extremist extraordinaire. Enemy of the state. Enemy of democracy. Alright. Enemies of the deep state. The deep underground military complex. And enemies of the satanic cabal and the uh, new world order. I'm the Philosopher King. The Ivory Tower. And I've got a perspective on things. And with me is none other than That's right. Dusty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enemy of communism, socialism, <laughs> and every otherism you can imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You got the producer right here, the kick ass. Ha-ha! Coming at you live with the king. Yes. So, we got a show for you tonight. We got some stuff to talk about. We don't have Ray, unfortunately, so I got to be extra bombastic. Yeah, and he's apparently, not, he's not feeling my it. world has been burned down and I've got nothing left but ruins. Yeah, well, I think there's a horde of zombies in the streets, too. but That's not good. Yeah, no. just, just the world out there. Well, the world out there is pretty tough. I mean, you've seen inflation, right? Have you seen the gas prices? Oh yeah. my gosh! It went so on Wednesday it was four forty nine here in uh, Central Florida. A week ago it was four oh six. Yes, forty three cents in one week. And um, um, and Nancy Pelosi's worried about gouging. I'm just worried about getting to work. Yeah. Price gouging. I mean. And the thing about price gouging is that it's actually not a thing. No, it's not. It, price gouging is this. Okay. If you're, if you have a gas station right next to the airport and you're charging $8 a gallon where everybody else is charging $2 a gallon, that's, that's gouging. gouging. Yeah. When, when supply. Everybody. Yeah, when supply drops, prices inevitably must go up because of things called market forces. Yeah. So that's not price gouging. That's just the market telling you, hey, we have less of this thing and demand is really high. So in order to even that out, prices have gone high. Yes. That's the same thing with... Uh, these are necessary oh, items. The yeah, they are. Yeah. And when, kind of like when baby formula. And, and when they're forced to be in inevitably... When they're forced to be... Um, uh, oh, what's the word? To, Shortened? Well, they're forced to, to, to stay at a low price that isn't tied to actually you know the, the supply and demand. Well, then yeah. people go crazy and they get mm -hmm. way more because they know that that supply is low. And so then they end up buying extra. And that's that's something, you know, well, I mean, and they can do that. You know, it's like we don't because <laughs> time will come when hoarding is demonized, too. Oh, yeah. But 
It was that way in the 70s. Is that, is that not your right to do so if the if you can afford it? The thing is, is that the pr- the actual price of things has not been included in the equation. And so, you know, it actually might, if we let prices be where they are, most everybody would be at least able to get some. Yeah. As opposed to some with extra and a bunch with none because they got there late, you know? It, it, yeah. This is what happens with the freaking, I, I can't stand it. The government puts their fingers in things and it always, always gets effed in the A. And it always ends up just that way, where a few people have a ton of it and everybody else who didn't prepare properly are left out in the cold mm-hmm. because they didn't prepare. And the government, the whole reason why that's happening is because the government went, um, this doesn't quite look, there he goes. Oh, no, I broke this it. Is, yeah. This isn't fair. We need more equity. Oh, Yay, crap. Equity, equity made everybody lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> equity is everybody loses. Well, except for the elites. Everybody. You know, the elites never lose. Well, yes. That Well, no, yes. Yeah, well, yes, no. Well, yeah. Yes. Let's look at, let's look at, let's look at GameStop. You remember yeah, that? Yeah. Oh yeah, the elites quite well. The elites in that in those hedge fund funds stood to lose a ton of money. They did lose a ton of money. They but did. But then lose they just had Robinhood shut down. You know, selling of you know or buying of GameStop, so people couldn't get in and hold it. Um, you could only sell it, and then uh, they manipulated the silver market and and uh, manipulated information on the silver market. So a bunch of people bought into that, and they just basically made their money back. Less of a loss, I think, is what it was. But yeah, they made a ton of money. I mean, I don't know if they made, they made a ton of money, profits, but, but they 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 didn't lose. They didn't lose. They didn't lose. They didn't lose their shirts. They lost, but they Maybe. didn't lose their shirts. Maybe. I don't know the exact numbers, but I don't know either because they won't publish them. Yeah, I I'm, I I imagine that they got their money back. Probably. And maybe even made it. I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if they made a tidy profit off of it. You know. Um, so, uh, you know, are you ready to dig into the news? You ready to yeah. jump into the state of the state of the kingdom? Oh yeah. So, uh, let's double back to the one I talked about just a little bit ago. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. She's um, isn't she? Isn't oh, she just great? She's just, she's just, Awesome, awesome, awesome lady. She announced an anti-fuel price gouging bill granting sweeping new powers to the president so that he can control more of the circulation of oil. Because that's the problem that we're suffering from. And he's so good Biden not in control of the circulation of oil. He's so good at it, too. I mean, everything that he's done... For the you know regarding oil has just been amazing for this country, just so amazing. All right, I'm about ready to turn this backwards, and all right, um, then be fighting words. Let's go. <laughs> no, but I mean, hasn't he? Gosh, no. Yeah, man, he's doing the right thing and destroying the oil industry and 
and forcing us into a uh, greener energy. It's not like he More didn't say that when he was renewable for energy. president. Say that again? Yeah. It's not like he didn't tell us that he was going to be doing all this. Oh, no, he did. When he was running for president. So yeah. all you uh, Biden voters out there, all you you lovely little Biden voters, you owe us a lot of money for fuel. Uh, <laughs> money for fuel. Yeah. And enjoy, um, you know, trashing your... Uh, your gas vehicles and spending, you know, an average of like ten to twenty thousand dollars more on a electric vehicle that won't last more than twelve years. Awesome! Congratulations! Um, yeah, that, that battery okay. that won't last more than twelve years. Okay, won't get you across the country. Not easily, not and not easily. quickly. Yeah, definitely not quickly. Um. It uh, it will have significant impacts to our landfills in the form of batteries that we have no way to recycle. Um, a loss in tons of precious metals. Yeah. Oh, don't don't forget that um, uh, it, the burden that it will put on the energy grid, so that we then so that you know rolling blackouts or brownouts become a regular part of our life, and. Uh, will consume as much if not uh, more fossil fuels if not more producing that electricity because yes. renewable sustainable energy sources don't aren't efficient enough and aren't reliable enough exactly so so um, it's a great plan this is wonderful 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 <laughs> okay tell me this all right, you have you want to buy solar panels. All right, solar panels. Cool. All right, renewable energy. Um, how much do they cost? Say a standard two thousand square foot house. Um, you're looking at somewhere around thirty five to forty thousand dollars to replace the energy that you're currently consuming with renewable energy from your solar panels. Mm -hmm. Guess what? That'll drop your electric bill to usually ten to twelve dollars. But now you have a payment for the next twenty-five years of nearly four hundred, uh, two hundred to four hundred dollars, depending on the interest rate. Oh well, I did not have that. So we, yeah, uh, um, we. Oh, and we, that, we, we switched uh, to rebate? solar. Oh, and the now. rebate that uh, promised you from the federal government. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody gets that. Not everybody gets approved by it. So that guarantee? No, it's not a guarantee. It's a maybe. I've never heard that. Yeah, but there's a ton of people that don't don't get qualified for the rebate. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Uh, there's yeah, there's certain, certain requirements. Well, if you have a good salesman, they should factor those requirements into the initial sale. But uh, ours should. cost about twenty thousand something, uh, twenty three thousand. We don't have two thousand square foot house, um, and our payment is a hundred and two dollars. Yep. Now, in the summer, we were paying over two hundred dollars for, and then in the winter, we were still paying eighty nine ninety dollars. 
So yep. it actually is a, a huge benefit for us. It's going to save us a ton of money. But you're right. We you do have so. a payment for the next 30 years. By but the way, the that's also only transferable with the house. So that's a good thing. Yes. But the panels only last about 20 years. Yeah. yeah. So you have a payment plan that's longer than what the uh, panels will actually last. I'll have to check on the years. I have to check on the years, but yeah, yeah. So I there's problems. If you're with smart, you pay it off early. Energy. If you're smart, you pay it off early. One hundred percent agree with you. If you can pay it off within usually about two years, you're ahead of the game. For sure. The issue is you're paying off a huge chunk of money, and when does the money that you get from the system surpass what you spent? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It was about immediate reduction of our uh, monthly costs. And I I completely understand that fact. The issue is you still have that monthly payment that I would say it's still your energy bill. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I treat it. it, I just just traded in my OUC energy bill for a cheaper... Solar energy. Solar panel. Yeah. Hopefully cheaper. It, Hopefully it, you it, don't it, have... It, I mean, ours... It wasn't before, but like six months into last year, it just went from a regular bill to like... It just jumped like crazy. Yeah. And and it didn't go down. It just kept going, you know? Here's the other side of the equation. OUC dictates what they rebate you for the amount of energy you create. Yeah. That Those solar panels are not tied into your power grid. They're yeah. tied into OUC's power grid, and you're supplying them with energy, not your house. Yeah. The only time you're supplying your house is if you have an in-home uh, battery panel. Yeah, which That's costs the more. only one. Which is another like fifteen to $20,000. Yeah, and that's the only way you can actually get around the structure laws of Florida. Yeah. Every structure in Florida has to be connected to the grid. Now, funny story of, uh, from when I worked with the solar panel company is a lady who lived in a trailer home, got solar panels put in her backyard enough to generate power for her entire system. And she had a battery backup system and really used no energy whatsoever. So what did the solar? Uh, what did she tell OUC when she would live up north for six months? I'll just shut off my power. OUC said they can't do that. Well, she used about ten dollars worth of power, and then never paid the bill. What did OUC do? They came out and turned off her power. <laughs> she still owes them ten dollars, but she's running everything off of her solar panels and her battery pack. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. So dumb. Freaking. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's so ridiculous. Stupid. Some of the laws. It's it's them shooting themselves in the foot. But yeah. at the same time, OUC rebates at I think it's eight, eight to nine cents per per watt mm-hmm. or kilowatt. It's it's ridiculously low compared to the forty or fifty cents they charge per kilowatt. Of course. My thing is, 
if you're generating that power, they need to be paying you the same amount that they're charging you. Yeah. Or I can understand a little bit less because they are a for-profit business. You know, but they're uh, not, it's not well, costing them any yeah. money for you to be on their grid. Agreed. You're actually Agreed. paying them. Agreed. But I can still see a small, you know, a small var- fl- variation. I don't think it's right, but I could still foresee no. it. What's really, to me, not right. Like, all of that is whatever. The business can do whatever they, they want. You know, what's not right is that we as citizens of a free country are forced to use their product. Correct. We have absolutely zero choice. That is a full-blown monopoly yes. of what they have. You can't and choose between there's no competitor. one power company switch. and another power company. I can't switch. Yeah. No. There's no comp- no competition whatsoever. You just get whatever your area is and that's all there is to it. And I think it's like that everywhere. Yes. And it's that's egregious and really we, you know, uh that's another thing that DeSantis should be about. <laughs> it's what I would it's one of the things I would be about. Yeah. But uh yeah. Freedom. Go figure. Uh, choice, choice is always a great thing. Yep. Uh, that's what the free market's all about. Competition, choice. Um, you know, what is it? Competition breeds excellence. Yeah, something like that. How quickly do you think that the power companies would start building nuclear power plants if they started having to compete for business? Interesting. <laughs> yep, and laying you know their own power lines. You know, I mean, first of all, we need uh, a different system than uh, than the overhead power lines, especially in a state like Florida or anything on the East Coast that gets hit by hurricanes. The issue is with underground, um, because we we're essentially living on a sandbar. Yeah. And the aquifer is so close to the soil, they can't put the power lines underground. Yeah, so it's either can. above ground or not at all. There's got to be a better way. Well, yeah, you could go with uh, Nikola Tesla's plan of beaming the energy, but mm, you still don't know if that's really going to work. You do. I mean, I saw the prestige. Okay. <laughs> he had light bulbs in the ground. Yeah. That's all you need. Just electrify right, the that's ground. All you need. <laughs> anyway. That sounds safe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he was walking on yeah. it. He was walking on it. And, Doesn't mean he wasn't getting electric. more trustworthy than David Bowie as Tesla. Okay. Uh, so um, we have another article about the uh, Roe v. Wade, um, and this one's a rather interesting one. I, I'm I'm not surprised. The lefts. The leftists are eating themselves alive, as usual. Uh, The pro-abortion advocates turn ire towards Pelosi and many other Democrats as uh, complicit in Roe v. Wade decision because they couldn't pass a bill that would legalize abortion through the first trimester, federally. 
it's not their purview. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they couldn't, well, they, the, it. they couldn't muster the votes, so that's what they missed. You know, that's why they're upset. That yeah, they're, that's what they're upset <laughs> about. But I don't think it would be constitutional. Well, they would have to amend the constitution if they want to make it constitutional, or they could just pass the law that says, "Hey, everybody in the states, this is legal up until this point." And then it would come back down to the Supreme Court and go, well, is it constitutional? Nope. Usually that takes a couple of years. But it does happen. And <laughs> uh, the, left's, the left is just ticked off that the Democrats, who had control of everything, knew that this was coming and didn't do anything about it. Till just now, and they still didn't get it passed, which I'm not angry with the Democrats because I have the same anger at the Republicans for the exact same thing. They drag their feet, they drag their feet, they drag their feet. Oh, we got to get something done. Oh, we can't. Okay. Here's your turd. Enjoy. I'm happy. I, I don't mind when... Congress can't get anything done. They can't get anything done ever. Yeah. It doesn't I, matter what I it think is. That's, I think that in most cases, that's a good thing. Well, it, it's Be, been proven over and over again. What, what they want to do is garbage, usually. Well, yeah. Uh, I, are we going to talk about the 40 mil or 40 bill? Yeah, yeah. That's what I did. Is that later? The, uh, or? I named the episode $40 billion, so. Okay, because I was going to bring up the fact that well, they got something done because they spent forty oh, yeah. billion dollars. Here you go, Ukraine. Wrap it up. It's not going to do a thing for you. Well, Enjoy. Yeah, I mean, this is the time to talk about that. They they have no problem spending money, which is ridiculous because we're we're dealing with ridiculous inflation. Massive inflation. Massive Gas inflation is insane, and we're going to send forty billion dollars out of the country. To another country, to a so country. That they can fight a war. And now you got all these people talking like we're at, we are at war with Russia by proxy. Yeah, that was technically we are. Well, that's what I mean. Isn't that what we said by at the very the, beginning of this all thing? This stuff? Yeah, by giving the 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 weapons that we have, the training that we have, the refuge that we have to the Ukrainians, we have essentially. We are fighting this war through Ukraine. Yeah. And I don't think it's a war we need to be in. I don't think it's Not a war all. that we need to be fighting. Because Why are we fighting it? Why? 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 I don't want Russia to invade Ukraine, but at the same time, it's not our fight. Yeah. Why are we spending billions and billions? Oh, I think we've almost spent a trillion dollars. Why? I know Why? They hide money for Biden and his cronies. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, the reason we keep sending them tens of billions of dollars every other month is that they're laundering it back to these. <laughs> it's probably going, yeah. probably going back to Biden. Yeah. Or let me say uh, his his son, who has never, ever, ever, well, ever getting, slept getting, with a family yeah. member. Yeah, yeah. 
It's getting no, spread no. out a bunch of, uh, among amongst a bunch of people. You know, this is um this is new world order garbage. What was it? Seven million dollars after Roe v. Wade was announced and went to the Democratic Party. I wonder how much of that came out of the forty billion that we just sent over there. Right. Um, huh. The uh, well, on top of that, you got Finland joining uh, NATO now, and Sweden might not be too far behind. <laughs> I'll be so shocked. NATO's if Sweden expanding. That's cool. That's cool. Oh More yeah, yeah. That, that we have to great. go to war. If uh, they go to war, you know. Um, and who would they go to war with? Who would they go to war with? Russia, China. I mean, who are and the who would fight that? All right. If Russia and China both decided, hey, guess what? Boom, boom, boom. Who is actually going to fight that war? Is Sweden going to fight it? Is Finland going to fight it? Is really. England going to fight it? I mean, they may they may have no. troops that they can send, but generally not. Insignificant troops. Yeah. I'm not saying that they won't have a part to play. I'm just saying the United States will bear the majority of the burden mm-hmm. once again. As as usual, the United States will bear the burden. For sure. And why? 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 United States. Why do we it'll be, be fighting it'll, it'll China be the United States, England, and Australia. Yeah. Germany and France will have their presence there. Yeah. I what mean, about Japan? The the collapsing economy of Japan. Yeah. Everything everything's everything's a crap show. Oh, uh, Japan I mean, is just all their economy is just but it, yeah. Well, it, it uh, I mean, and China's isn't doing great because they're locking themselves down again, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and their lockdowns are no joke. I mean, our lockdowns were bad. Their lockdowns are. Yeah, I mean, insane. you're si- you're sitting in front of, you know, that's a window looking out on Shanghai right now, you know? Uh, yeah. Behind you. So, you know, that's what lockdowns look like in, in Shanghai. You know? Uh. Yeah. Boom. Well, yeah, it still didn't Boom. do anything. It didn't. It didn't actually save them from COVID, but uh, no. No, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, so their their economy's hurting, you know. Um, it feels more and more like like this Russia Ukraine war is just a stage show it's just a a a a play and you'd think what did russia get out of it they're you know everything's their their oligarchs are having their yachts um impounded and and uh you know and all their assets frozen and i was like yeah i mean that can you know that can just quietly be overturned you know you okay. know, a month after this ends, you know, we and nobody talks about it, you know. And then, uh, uh, you know, like assets can be unfrozen and, and yachts can be taken out of the impound, you know, without us ever just hearing. As easily, about it. Yeah, just as easy as they went in, they yeah. can come right back out. 
And then, um, and then, and you know, what, what's happened to the ruble? It, it tanked, it tanked, but it rallied back, you know, it, yeah. it might actually be doing pretty good comparatively. So, and, and they're, and they're working their way towards accepting the ruble as a currency for oil. oil. Yeah. Which hurts the dollar. Yeah. You know, we talk about the managed decline of America. This is a real thing. You know, and 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 the one the the biggest step is for America for the dollar to no longer be the reserve currency for oil. Get rid of the petrodollar. Yeah. And 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 they're and they're doing it. I mean, there's there's so there's several European nations that have refused to do it. How long will that last? How long will that last? A, um, yep. I think that there are others that are doing it through some kind of exchange or whatever. You know, they're still sending dollars, but then those dollars are getting translated into rubles. You yeah, know, which is why the ruble is doing all right. Um, their oil is keeping them alive, which yeah. I don't blame them. That's, that's exactly what I would do if I was in their position. Mm -hmm. So meanwhile, here's a question for you. Well, so meanwhile, also, um, you know, so meanwhile, America is declining on the world stage. Yeah. And yep. B, NATO is expanding. Yeah. But really it's, you know, this, I mean... The whole, I mean, we talked about with the Ukraine joining the EU, you know, and, and, and them talking about fast tracking. We talked about that like a month or two ago. Uh, yeah, I think, no, it was right when uh, Russia yeah, it was like invaded right after Ukraine. It started. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I haven't heard any, I haven't heard anything about that, but it just feels like the union, the European Union, the West is getting tied together even tighter, you know? Yeah. Into this uh, into this one world government. Into this new world order. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Meanwhile, we're we've got a baby formula shortage. I mean it's literally nowhere. You yeah. can't find it. And and you think, well moms can just breastfeed. Well yeah. Some can, some uh, can, not all, but not some babies are medically required to be on formula. Yeah. They would, uh, or some kids don't latch well and yeah. thus aren't getting enough food from the breast milk. Guess what? The only alternative, baby formula. I think there's what even do some do? allergies that could come into play or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, there's, 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 there's lots of reasons why your child might need to be on formula instead of breast milk. And what do, what are these parents going to do? Yeah. So 98% of the United, 98% uh, of all the formula that the United States uses is made right here in the United States. Mm. The whole shortage they're stating is due to um, not getting enough supplies to make the formula. Why? If it's all made right here in the United States, why are we having trouble making it? 
Biden, you going to answer this one? Oh, that's right. You won't. Because why? It's your fault. It's your fault. Yep. Yep. Uh, shortage of food supplies, shortages of uh, manufacturing plants that manufacture a lot of the supplies for baby formula have magically burned down. Hmm. There's been 55 factories in the last six months that our major food producers have all burned to the ground or have been damaged irreparably. What is going on? I also heard something about a, uh, about like a recall or something like that, like a massive recall that took place regarding baby formula or something. I haven't heard about that. Let me look up. Let me look some things up. Well, all right. So we'll put that on the back burner. I just found an article, um, Biden and the gas oil leases that he keeps talking about how there's so many of them. Well, guess what? The Biden administration is now canceling sales for leases. There's two in the Gulf of Mexico and one in Alaska. Then he went, nope, I don't care. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. It's okay. People can pay $5 a gallon, $8 a gallon, $12 a gallon. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Looks like Joe is doing a great job of making inflation his top priority by raising gas prices even more by canceling these oil rights. Good job, Joe. Yep. Batting a thousand. Managed decline. We got a deep state update. Saki confirmed supplies are being ordered from other countries. China will not be one of those countries for sure. Oh, I'm sure. It will only take a month to two months for all that stuff to get in here. Yeah. So how did we go from two years ago being energy independent, where we produced more energy uh, than we consumed and we're selling it to other countries to being so much of a buyer of energy in two years. Two years. That's all it took was two years. How? In a word, Biden. Good job, Biden. Good job canceling that pipeline. Good job putting all those people out of business. Good job not opening up oil fields in in the United States so we can keep producing oil at the same rates in which we're consuming it so that the gas prices don't go shooting through the roof, causing truckers to have trouble getting supplies and getting their trucks where they need to go, causing all these other issues, one after another, after another, after another. All these issues stem from one bad decision, then another bad decision, on and on and on called compounded interest. His interest compounds, and it ain't for the good. Oh, man, this guy is just... For sure. I mean, there's, there's 
gas companies all over the place that could be producing oil right now. But if they produce even a drop of oil, they'll get fined into oblivion because of federal mandates. Okay, Who controls so, that? So uh, there was earlier this year uh, in February, there was a there was a baby formula recall of uh, Similac, Alimentum and Elecare formulas from Abbott Nutrition because uh, um, four infants were hospitalized with bacterial infections. So in February, Ooh. there was a big recall of some major brands. And Those then, are some huge brands. Yeah, Similac especially. Yeah, um, and that's then, what uh, I gave my kids when they were younger. Yeah, and then, um, you know, and now we're dealing with, you know, supply chain, production, whatever reasons on top of that. Yep. <laughs> there is plenty, Deep State, there's plenty of baby formula in other countries. Hunter is new czar of baby formula and will be getting more formula from not China. <laughs> I'm sure um, he will. Uh, and what's going to be inside that formula? <clears throat> I don't know. <sighs> oh. um, Hold on. I, I need to do an Amber Heard. Yeah, right. <sighs> well, why'd you turn your head? You just go... Right in front of the, right in front of everybody. Um, oh my dog! Here's mm. the other thing, you know, we're sending we're sending all this food and stuff to to uh, Ukraine. Guess what's going along with it? Baby formula. Oh, also, I saw, I saw an article about uh, immigrants being given baby formula. And being given baby formula first. Of course. Because why not? Yeah. Because, you know, Americans don't need baby formula. They don't need to feed their kids baby formula. They just yeah. don't. They're well, Americans. I mean, we want them they don't to die. Need... Anyway, that's why we're so upset about Roe v. Wade. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Um... So funny story, real quick before we get into the main thing. Well, that, that you watch the Kentucky. That is one of the main things, yeah. Uh, but just a funny story here. Uh, did you watch the Kentucky Derby? I didn't. But did you I hear know about a lot it? of people are talking about it? I don't know much. I think it was like a very long shot one. That's the longest shot in the entire Kentucky Derby. In the, in the history one of the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby. Derby. Wow. Longest long shot had never uh, the jockey had never ridden in a Kentucky Derby, okay. and then the horse was a very young horse. Okay, um, only had done a couple races, uh, eighty to one. Wow! <laughs> you imagine slapping a hundred bucks? Yeah, I want uh, uh, Rich Strike, hundred bucks. <laughs> That's eight thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Man. And there's people that drop, hey, I want 10000 on each horse. <laughs> yeah. The, the payout is just ginormous for that thing. It's insane. Yeah. 
So it was it was a really cool race. I happened to be uh, waiting for a table at a restaurant and watch the Kentucky Derby when it when it actually happened. And I'm just like, wait, why is everybody going nuts? Because <laughs> halfway through, this horse is just making its way through through the whole thing. And okay, who cares? And then he wins, and it's like everybody just loses their mind in the restaurant. And I had to lean over to my wife. It's happened. She goes, yeah, it's a long shot, just one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just not that in touch with the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby to me is like prom. You know? Yeah. Like, Yay! All right, it's done. Yep. Just an excuse for, uh, you know. People to get dressed up. Yeah, people to wear big hats. and. Gosh, the hats. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know, horses are great. I love horses. They're beautiful animals, you know. Um, I wouldn't I love mind riding horse dropping too. some money if I had it on a stupid race, but uh, <laughs> you know, and then making eighty to one odds that would be amazing, right? But, but otherwise, the, how often does that happen? Oh yeah, first time in the history of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, Deep State says Houston's mattress Mac. Lost $2.6 million on the Derby. Silly Texans. <laughs> $2.6 million lost. Oh, it's insane. It's insane what people... Like, yeah. that horse is worth millions of dollars now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And well, it was, he's young. I he's got a lot more races to run, to run too. So. No. Once, once a horse wins the Kentucky Derby, he's put out for stud. Well, That's that it. That makes sense, yeah. But um Yeah. But aren't there other races? Isn't there like a triple crown or whatever? Yeah, there's other races. So like more than likely the horse will be sold to somebody else because it, he's worth so much more money now. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That'll true. be it. And the jockey goes on to ride another another horse. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's interesting. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyway, you were going to, you were saying about the uh, other article. Okay. So, uh, you know, you got to love those fact checkers, checkers, right? They're just. Hmm. What fact checkers? Um, well, the, the people who claim to be fact checkers that are actually, you know, uh, propagandists. Yeah. But um, yeah. Okay. Uh, one such. I was, was going to say, I, I don't know if any. Fact checkers. Yeah. Um, there's one site called PolitiFact, and uh, <laughs> uh, it should be called Politiganda or whatever, but. Yeah. Yep. Um, they came out with an article that I noticed today. Mm -hmm. um, lots of people uh, tweeting about it on, uh, on ye old Twitter. Um, article's titled, Why It's Not Grooming. What research says about gender and sexuality in schools? Ah, research. Research. Welcome, friends, yeah, to the, the Church of the Science. Let's, let's see what research says about gender and sexuality at schools. All right. And guess, guess who they're talking about in the opening paragraph? Florida? Yes. But a specific <laughs> person, Florida Governor 
Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's press secretary, Christina Pushaw. Ah, okay, I see her on Twitter all the time. Did not know her, her bio on Twitter says nothing about her being his press secretary. Not a thing. I had no she's idea. She's just awesome. Yeah, uh, she is. She's great on Twitter too. I just it. She doesn't mention it. Anyway, press secretary <laughs> Christina Pushaw was. She mentions Ron DeSantis as being like a cheerleader for him or like um support for him but like you can just take that to mean she's a fan and you know just a regular person but whatever yeah. um, okay florida governor ron DeSantis's press secretary christina pushaw was not happy that critics had nicknamed a controversial florida law the quote don't say gay law because it doesn't mention anything about that she retorted yeah. by deploying a term that quickly became a political grenade of its own quote grooming why is it a political grenade because it's accurate Oh, no. Don't be accurate when you're yeah. describing leftists. Quote, to quote Pusha or, Pusha, or however you pronounce it, the bill that, liberally, that liberals inaccurately call Don't Say Gay would be more accurately described as an anti-grooming bill, she tweeted in early mm -hmm. March, referencing the measure that prohibits classroom instruction on issues of gender identity and sexual orientation in kindergarten through third grade. Okay. For decades, the word grooming has been associated with sexual abuse, child sexual abuse in particular. This is true. But it also has, it, it's, it can be used broader, and I'll get into that later. David Finkelhor, director of the Crimes Against Children Research Center and sociology professor at, What's that? He is not. David Finkelhor? Yeah, Finkelhor, <laughs> director of the Crimes Against Children Research Center and sociology <laughs> professor at the University of New Hampshire, defined it Why as... Why don't we just have any wiener? <laughs> yeah, right. Defined it as, quote, a set of behaviors and manipulations that adults use to make it easier to introduce and complete sexual interactions with a child without having to use physical force. Completely accurate. Grooming might involve gift-giving, taking a child on special outings, focusing attention and compliments on appearance, or providing a child with special privileges. It is typically aimed at one or very few potential victims, not a group. True. What it does yeah. not refer to is the kind of activity that Florida's measure now prohibits. Instruction that touches on topics of sexual orientation or gender identity. That's just the article writer. That is not... Um, Finkelhor quoting it. That's just her opinion. Yeah. I always uh, love the fact that they put their opinion in there, and even though this is a political fact, yeah. no, it, you're and putting your opinion, opinion in. Piece. Thank you. Madison Chopek is, is her name. Um, th that's, there's, no, there's no quote, there's no you know, uh, um, authority saying this. Even then, I would disagree with them. But this is just her opinion put in as a politifact. Um, so, and then she goes on with more politi opinions. This narrative is rooted in past anti-gay movements. The weaponization of the term grooming is tied to a history of long-standing false claims that gay, lesbian, and bisexual people, and men in particular, molest children at higher rates than people who are not LGBTQ. Research shows that, that, that the idea is false, and this takes us to 
um, lgbpsychology.org. Facts about homosexuality and child molestation article from lgbpsychology.org. Do you think lgbpsychology.org might have a, dare I say it, a bias? Mm, only slightly. Okay, a lot. Yeah. Okay, so she goes on with her opinion. Misusing the term grooming revives this old harmful falsehood, experts said, but in the wake of Florida's law, Pushaw and others have used the term to imply that people in the LGBTQ community, or even just those who discuss LGBTQ topics, are deliberately preying on children by discussing sexual orientation and gender identity. Whether or not they're LGBTQ... It, yeah, that, that, that's actually not true. It's it, it has nothing. I mean, it does have something to do with LGBTQ topics, such as sexual orientation and gender identity. But it's sexual it conversation of any kind, heterosexual, it doesn't matter, gay, straight or otherwise. Sex, sex, sexuality, orientation, gender identity. None of that has a place being taught to your children in school. Listen, that is between I send my numbers, kids to school parents. to learn about math, reading, things like that. Mm-hmm. The life stuff, that's my job. Yes. Learning about life, learning about sexuality, everything else, that's this, my um, job to teach my family and my kids. Even this uh, um, social-emotional learning, that's the parents' ta- job to teach kids how to control their emotions. Yes. I found a, I found this um, really great Substack called um, the Free Free Black Thought Substack. Okay, and they're they're like it's inter- and, and on it I found a um, uh, another um, organization called the- the Theory of Racelessness, and so basically they're just teaching being colorblind, right? We're all humans. Oh, okay. There's there, race is not a you thing. What they taught in the nineties. Yeah, exactly. But what's interesting about it is that they're playing into. So like they're, they're obviously being teaching what is being taught in the nineties, but they're doing it in this, in this academic way. Okay. And kind of like, um, they're 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 mo- they're coming alongside the anti-racist movement, right? And, okay. Um, and you know the social justice wokest woke nonsense, and they're um, and they're 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 using the same terms, you know. They're 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 not they're not shouting against anti-racism. They're saying. They're saying anti-racism is a great goal, and so if you want to really be anti-racism, you should be anti-race. That there is no such thing as race, and we st- and if we abolish the idea of there being races of humans, then we'll abolish racism. Racism will go will be gone. You know, so they're okay. they're kind of hijacking CRT and yeah. and and using what's become a, you know, a phenomenon to deliver the ideas of the nineties and the, the ideas of Martin Luther King jr. And so on and so forth. 
It's really kind of brilliant. It's really kind of brilliant. And the free black thought thing, they did a whole thing on, on SEL, on, on social emotional learning, and how originally social emotional learning, there was tra there's traditional social emotional learning, which is basically just teaching kids how to identify their emotions, which is what parents should be doing, how to identify yes. their emotions and how to deal with them, and then how to engage in a social context with emotions and so on, you know? All, all a parent's job, really. But this new Pretty social much. emotional learning is called transformative social emotional learning, which is really about teaching kids to be activists, right? Anyway, and yeah, that, you might much. be like, why does that play in? We'll get to that. But let me finish this article. <laughs> um, quote, when did our public schools, any schools, become what are essentially grooming centers for gender identity radicals? Fox News host Laura Ingram said on her March 9th show, as a mom, I think it's appalling, it's frightening, it's disgusting, it's despicable. She's right. Um, Jennifer McGuire, professor in the Department of Family Social Science at the University of Minnesota, said that perspective stems, quote, from an underlying desire to separate people who are different and to characterize them as less than or as evil. So it's a new form of homophobia and transphobia, or it's maybe the same old form, but with new language. No, it's freaking accurate. There's plenty of, there's plenty of homosexual people yeah. that don't want kids to be taught about sexuality when they're three. Or five, six, seven, eight. But yeah. there are people who are doing it and they need to be stopped. Those are the groomers. But they're trying to conflate yeah. everything in together. Yeah. Um, of course they are. Let's see, yeah, how long is this article? Oh, geez, it's super long. So, <laughs> um, so let's, let's, let's get into, uh, I'm going to stop reading the article right now. And we're going to get into why the the word grooming is appropriate not just because of sexual molestation grooming right um <laughs> uh, oh, no. the state says lgbpsychology.org is not let's go brandon psychology.org <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> very true that is true horrible uh <laughs> So, um, so what is the, why is grooming appropriate beyond just, um, sexual molestation? Because what they're doing is not just, so like, okay, let's put it this way. Um, have you heard of the cultural revolution in China? I can't say that I have. Okay, so when Mao took over China, yes, you know, and implemented, you know, ushered in communism to to, to China, yeah, um, he uh, implemented a, um, a a a project, you know, called the Cultural Revolution, and what they did okay. was they. Um, they, they, they started with the schools and they took the kids and they indoctrinated them into the communist agenda. Like and, 
every other administration has ever done with children. Sure. Indoctrinate as much as possible. Yes. And so they, they, they taught them that um, their parents were um, wrong and their parents were part of a um, part of the old order um, and uh, that they were um, holding everything back and that they, they, they taught them to you know tell on their parents. Um, they, they basically alienated the kids from their parents. Yeah. So that they could indoctrinate them into what the regime is, regime is about. Mm-hmm. And and um, and and turn and turn them into you know little activists. Sounds about right. I mean, that's what. That's grooming. Yeah, it's it's not the obviously the end goal is not the same. The pedophile wants to, you know, complete a sexual it? act with the child. Disgusting. Same, same thing with China. It's just different form of it. Yes, the, the 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 end the end result is different. China wants to create a little activist, you know, yes. a little uh, a little cultural soldier, you know. But the, the 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 method is exactly the same. Correct. And that's what's that's what that's why this is so appropriate because it's not just. That every teacher who's teaching sexuality and gender identity and all this stuff to little kids is trying to get them in bed. They may not have that intention at all, but they do have a sinister intention. And that is to turn these kids into little trans kids and little, you know, homosexual kids. And in, but more importantly, into political activists for the revolution. Viva la yes. revolution, you know? <laughs> That's, that is the goal. They're turning yes. them into little Marxists and they're using sexuality to separate them from their parents and their families. And, 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 and here's the other thing. To destabilize them. That's another thing that, that was part of the process. You create this gender fluidity narrative, right? Yeah. Especially in the most formative years of a person's identity going through puberty, right? Mm-hmm. And you, cre- and you, and you create this world of complete instability. And they're far more easily manipulated in that state. Yeah. It's disgusting. All for political power. There's a reason why Jesus uh, told the proverb uh, about the man that built the house on the rock versus the man who built his house on the shore. Mm -hmm. The foundation in which he built his house plays all the difference. Yep. Build your house on, on the sand, the shifting sands. It'll fall on top of you. But if you build your house on the rock, the solid foundation, it's not going anywhere. There's a great song by a band called Petra. And <laughs> I am on the rock. Yep. Great. Song. Love that song. 
Great love song. that song. Love look the band. Go to Spotify right now and look it up. And anyway. look up the album This Means War. Yeah. Great album. Great <laughs> album. Yes. Man, I love that. Beyond Belief is one of my top ten favorite songs of all time. Mm. I don't know which is my favorite uh, Petra song. Said it's in I my top ten. the Rock's pretty high up there. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> look it up. It's Good a great song. song. Uh, I love it. It's good classic rock. Yeah. I mean, I, they, they were a really great band, you know, despite being entirely Christian. Like, it's good so- good music, good lyrics, better than the crap we sing at church these days. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I love it. You know, there's a, there's the occasional song that's pretty good. I like the 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 um the one that we're singing a lot now. Um, the you know, he won't fail. Oh um, yeah, he won't. He won't. He won't fail. You know, whatever. Um, it's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty good. I, mm. I the message the is message. strong and like it has some that, that that part of he won't is pretty solid musically. It's not like. It's no, you know, it's no color song by uh, Petra. Yes, but uh, um, yeah, man, most of it is just so boring. Yeah, and, like it's the dull. same tired lines in every song. You know, not that like the subject matter isn't tired. No, but, subject matter is just as relevant as it was yeah. back in the day. The yeah. issue is the song is just. It's repetitive and just. Yeah. Well, the entire Christian music industry is built on four chords. Seriously, you I mean, can that's tell a, that's, that's, a, that's a that's a that's a trope. It's a it's a meme, but it's the God's honest truth. Every yeah. single song can be played on four chords. So, like, where? Well, that's just also no most innovation whatsoever. Song. The most popular pop songs are all the same four chords. True. So, I mean, it's, it's not just Christian music. It's pop. Uh, a lot of country music use those same four chords. Yeah. Um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it, you know what that is? That's because the music industry is mostly like the music industry's model is to find people and, and they don't care whether those people can sing, can actually perform yeah. Or and especially they don't care if that person can write music because they just have teams of people that write the music. Here, yeah. you we think you have the looks and the charisma to be a star. Here's plenty of music for you. Also, we own everything that you do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's garbage. It's terrible. Rock yep. is in the same boat. Rock sucks. These oh guys. yeah. There hasn't been an original rock song f- 10, 15 years. But they were saying that back in the 90s, too. There wasn't original rock songs. And then there the explosion of rock yeah. music, and then yeah. it died again. And then another explosion, and then it dies. And it's one of those well, things that the thing was, music the thing is, is that the corporation always tries to, to glob on what to what's hot, you know? They're, now, they're, they're always going after who can... What music can we get the most people to listen to? Because that way, more people buy instead of making 
good music for this niche, good music for that niche. They've got there's enough artists out there that they can do that, and well, the internet is finally starting to get to that point. Oh, for sure. The only thing is, is that um, to me, it feels like mostly only rappers, hip hop, is the one utilizing the internet to make their yeah, you know. To make their music and bypass the uh, the industry. But, um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, he's been on the show four times. Come Topher. on, I should know his name. Topher. <laughs> Topher's a great example of that. Bypassing Topher. all these other th- people to just post his music and reap all the benefits. For 100%. So, so he's making a living doing it. Right there. It's pretty yeah. amazing. And it's good. Yeah, it's really, oh, yeah. really good. For sure, I it's, love his music. Definitely, and I'm not a rap person. I, I, yeah, there's some rap generally. I like, but for the most part, I don't like rap. Um, so, I especially like um, his group Space Force and their and their uh, nonsense uh, songs. You know, yeah. <laughs> the where they're just having fun and they're not you know necessarily being political. <laughs> they're just talking yeah, about going to the moon and getting that cheese, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hilarious and you know <laughs> a freaking great song. Anyway, one um, of my favorite songs. It just it's weird and uh, it's about the sun, how it's a big ball of gas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I play that song for my kids all the time because it's it's funny, yet it's factual in science. Mm-hmm. And kids think it's awesome. It's how they learned about uh, the sun, about the planets, and everything else. Let me see something. Okay. There is a band called Highly Suspect. They they, they, they curse a little in their music, but um, they've got I find that songs. a little suspect. What's that? I find that highly suspect. Yeah. But uh not all of their 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 whole album isn't like amazing, but they do have a couple songs that are unusual in their in their um in their musicality, you know, in their composition that I find really really, really good. Surprisingly a surprisingly different um take than what than the just absolute garbage that is being produced in the rock scene these days. So uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the names of the song is uh, "My Name Is Human" and another one called "Little One." So that's yeah. that's. Um, I could recommend those two songs. Um, so you know, I don't know. That's a little, just a little gem that I found. But uh, yeah, for the most part, music is awful just awful well i mean also there's a if you like instrumental metal there's a band called polyphia p-o-l-y-p-h-i-a it's all instrumental music these kids are freaking geniuses and it's metal but then the drummer is playing hip-hop hip-hop uh beats really to the metal oh my god they're so good look up uh goat by polyphia okay it's phenomenal and all of their stuff is like that and the whole album is just you know 
great listening, but there's no words to it. It's not, you know, instrumental is great, but, you know, I mean, I want... I want Are you knocking John Williams? No, I Are you wanna, knocking I, John Williams? I just want to I mean, sing. come on. I want to sing. <laughs> you know? Just want to sing. Stop, stop, stop. If you didn't know what that was a reference of, I'm sorry. You really, 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 really need to get some comedy in your life. Yeah. You know, if you don't know what that's referencing, you need to get some comedy in your life. You're either ex- that yeah. will make you laugh, or you're extremely young and uh, you need to get some. comedy And then in your you life. still need to get more comedy in your life, and you need to look that up. Exactly. <laughs> Talk, ask your parents. Anyway, um, stop groveling. Do you have are are you do you have a final thought? Uh, I really laid it out on Tuesday what my final thoughts were. So, and with just everything going on, the more I watch the news, the more angry, I more upset. I I can't say I'm angry. So I'm not really angry. I'm, I'm upset and disappointed with the state that we've allowed our country to get to. Yeah. Um, There's so much, we could have done so much better in so many ways that uh, we've just let things go, let things slide. It's okay. It's fine. It, granted, it's not good, but, you know, it, it's oh, it'll be fine. Next time this person gets into office, it'll be better, and it never is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting very... Anarchistic? No, I'm not anarchistic. <laughs> I still, I still, I still hold a lot of libertarian viewpoints. I, I just can't go full anarchy. It just, it's not in me. I like rules, small ones, not big ones, small ones. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm just getting. I'm just disappointed with where our politicians are and the fact that we can't get one person, one good person into office to do a good job to fix the problems that we have. Granted, I don't know that one person could do it. That's the thing. The only person to come close enough was Trump and they assassinated him. He still got politically, but yeah, here's the problem. Here's the problem. We have these these institutions that are wholesale corrupt on both ends, Mm -hmm. and and so they're just. They're just here to pick the bones clean, you know? Yeah. They don't have a mission statement. The mission statement no. is a is a is a ruse. You know? The 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 the, the Republican Party platform, what is that? That's just a screen to go over our eyes while they 
while they pick America's carcass clean. Yep. You know, so they, they, and the Democrats are even worse because the Democrats, their party platform is picking America's carcass clean. So, you know, um, how can we expect to, to put people into a system that is designed to make, you know, uh, you know, carrion eaters, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, I mean, yeah, you're going to get the person who's principled occasionally, you know, but if they, I mean, at this point, if you're, if you're looking at a candidate and you see that they've held multiple offices throughout their life and, you know, and have worked their way up through the system, they're probably pieces of trash. They're probably absolute garbage. Yeah, they have no morals. They have none because they worked their way up through the system. That's how you work your way up through the system. And we know this. We know that politicians are liars. The only way is you have to... You have to bank on... In some, I mean, you have to listen to what they're saying. Obviously, we have we have to look for people yeah. with principles, and so you know, we're gonna look for people who who talk the talk and walk the walk, for sure. And we've been burned on that front too. Oh yeah, I mean, plenty time. I, I remember people. I mean, everybody talks about Matt Bevin. Does that name ring, ring a bell? He was like a no. he was like a Kentucky. He's somewhere in the middle of the country, and he's he's okay. like a, a legislator or whatever. And um, I remember him coming on the Glenn Beck show and saying everything that I wanted to hear, you know. And I was like, "This guy's gonna be awesome." And apparently, it's turned out he's a complete turd. <laughs> and of course, and like, he-, he was pro lockdowns and. And, you know, jab mandates and all that stuff, you know, and it's like, what is going on? You know, and then that happens. But there, the electorate needs to stop. Well, I mean, I have other, I have other ideas. We need to just abolish the whole system. But if we're going to talk in the terms um, of, 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 you know, of what we have and making what we have work, uh, career politicians need to go. We yeah. need to get a bunch of young bloods in there, you know, who ca- actually freaking care about liberty and, um, and don't have, you know, political authority and, um, and, you know, long-term political careers or, you know, esteemed degrees from Harvard Law and all this crap, you know? Um, We need to get people who are, I mean, like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. What was she before this, you know? Um, Uh, Wasn't she a school teacher? Yeah, something like that. I think she was a school administrator, I think is what it was. She wasn't a politician, that's for sure. I mean, well... 
school administration. There's some politics there, but not like, you know, she didn't start as a comptroller and then made her way up to, you know, state legislature and then uh, the governor and then, you know, a senator and now is running for president. It's, uh, you know, it was school administrator and congressman. And, you know, she stands up for what she freaking believes in. More of that. Yes. And here's and, the thing. But then they actually, like, repealing this stuff. assassinated her. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They fully assassinated her. For sure. They're going to. They're going to. But who cares? She doesn't care. She still says what she wants to say and votes no yep. on all their crap. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we need... Um, but what we really need to do is repeal stuff and um, undo stuff. Um, we need to... I mean, we need to do things like ending the electricity monopolies and uh, repealing Obamacare, repealing Obamacare, uh, repealing the income tax. Uh, oh my god! You know, like real liberty things. But are you going to g- repealing the IRS? Oh God, yes. <laughs> well, are are we going to get that from the Republican Party and the Democrat Party? I no. don't really think so. I think I don't think you'll you, even get it from the Libertarian Party. And I lean more Libertarian than I do anarchist. That's that's true. That's true. Although what I'm seeing lately is um, a lot of fire under the Mises Caucus, which um, which would be what we were what we'd be looking for in a Libertarian Party. You know. Yeah. A Mises caucus controlled libertarian party might actually get some stuff done. <laughs> but you know but you know only time will tell. Yes. Uh, and even then I'm still st- skeptical. But we know what we can I'm... do. And and again we're talking on federal levels and so on and so forth. But we can make our cities more free. Yeah. We, make we your can states do that better. now, because we're here. You know where 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 we we can affect where we are way more easily than we can Washington D.C. because we don't live in Washington D.C. So that's the that's really also the other way to be thinking. So think locally. Your your local administration, your city. You know, your city manager and all that crap. It's way more Your school. Your school district, all that stuff. is extremely yeah. important. It goes all the way down to your PTA. For sure. I didn't realize how much influence I had until I held the purse strings of the PTA over my school. And all of a sudden, oh, dang, I can get stuff done here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you're homeschool like I do, you know, you know, schools can kick rocks for all I care. But, you know, I don't, but I am for freeing up our schools, our education, um, you know, uh, and the Department of Education, things like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very complicated, but act locally, think locally, transform your local city, you know, your city, the city you're in 
And yep. you can see tremendous changes for your life in that regard. There's still a lot of stuff above us holding us down. But, you know, you can still, still a lot can be done for a city. I mean, um, if look up the Free State po- Project. Are you familiar with that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, they've done, they've changed New Hampshire quite a bit just by moving and getting involved in local politics. And, you know, obviously state politics as well, but yeah. Bunch of libertarians moving to one state to turn that state into a libertarian paradise. <laughs> yeah. But there's no reason that that can't happen where you are. You just got to yeah. get like-minded people to jump on the bandwagon and, and you know, start fighting for change. Anyway, uh, on that note, you've been watching Plausible Foolishness, the home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic Every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash Plausible Foolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, anywhere you can get a podcast, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. Follow us on both at pfoolishness, um, and uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Help us try to break through these shadow bans on Instagram, and, um, oh my gosh. You know, and, and I'm, I'm much more involved on Twitter lately because it's, you know, uh, All of a sudden, I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm being uh, bombastic. Um, <laughs> that you are. Yeah. Your Twitter feed has been top notch. I'm like, yeah, yeah. A, I'm, the one I'm proud of today was uh, was something about com- the Dem- the Democrat Party official uh, Twitter um, uh, channel, I guess. Twitter feed, whatever Twitter. Yeah, yeah, their feed. Okay. They they tweeted about Kamala Harris talking about Roe v. Wade, you know, and how it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, the typical bullcrap. And uh, I, I, I retweeted with, with a comment that said, uh, I am Moloch and I approve this message. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty clever. So. I'm sure they anyway. really appreciated that. Yeah, I'm sure that they did. Um, you know, anything to spread the message of uh, baby murder. They love yep, it. You know, the message is legs. Let's spread the word. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, peace out, everybody. Go. Peace out, everybody. We will catch you next Thursday. We might even have another show on Tuesday if Ray gets uh, a bee in his bonnet again. And, yeah. uh, um, Enjoy your weekend. We love you. God bless. Good night.